0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Social Room Podcast. I hope you're having a good weekend so far. Um, It's been a while since I've covered tips, uh, insights on digital marketing and social media. Uh, I think the last one was at least a couple of months ago, um, probably when I was covering Google's helpful content update and providing suggestions on how to pivot your brand's social media presence and SEO over to kind of comply with Google's helpful content update. So today, um, I'm trying to hey give it pay it forward because my audience has grown a lot more than I thought it actually would since I started the social room in July and so I want to uh, provide insights and helpful tips for your brand to leverage on social media in 2024 because there's a lot of things that are coming out that I think are going to be super super important to leverage whenever um, whenever the time comes and for you to hit, Q1 2024 uh, with your best foot forward and grow that brand exponentially. And so let's start off first off with uh, a usual suspect on uh, on the social room, which is uh, threads. My first episode was about threads. Um, So they finally integrated hashtags. It's not quite a hashtag. It's sort of like the way that you um, at someone or a brand on LinkedIn but it's more about topics. And so having that to expand your organic reach is huge because as of right now, threads is still not integrated into ads manager. So the only way to grow your brand on threads is through organic reach. And so I think that's a big reason why not a lot of businesses have been using threads as much as they possibly can because there's really not much of an opportunity to grow your brand unless someone you follow has already interacted with it. And in a lot of cases, I don't really understand how the algorithm works on threads because a lot of people just pop up and I, I don't really understand uh, what <laughs> what how I got there. And so now I think it's a little bit easier for people to discover your brand or... Uh, things that you have to talk about um, because there's actual relevant keywords that they can search now because, you know, it's hashtag integration. And I think this could not come at a better time because um, I think my last episode was about Elon Musk kind of burning advertisers. And since then, there has been a huge amount of large players who have left X uh, and gone to threads. And even the president, you know, has started, <laughs> started up his threads account and started using it. And so... Um, users are starting to grow and the presence is starting to grow on threads a little bit more. Um, but still the people who have been using it since the advent of the app are highly engaged. They're always on there and they know that it's, it could be a better alternative to X. And, you know, as people are starting to pivot away from that platform because of what Elon Musk is doing, uh, there really is no better time to start, um, growing your brand organically, because by the time ads manager comes around on threads, everyone's going to be using it um, because it's going to be so easy to have one place to send an ad from threads to uh, to Instagram and to Facebook and WhatsApp in just one place. And so once ad Man- ads manager rolls in, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure is coming next year, um, everyone's going to be using it. So if you've got time and you've got the patience to deal with a platform that is kind of in its growth stage... Um, Start your account on threads, or if you've already created it whenever it started, go back and begin using those hashtags, start joining in on relevant conversations to your brand, and grow your audience, because by the time, again, once Ads Manager rolls out on threads, it's going to be a feeding frenzy, because everyone's going to be using it, I'm sure. Um, Second, huge, huge, huge TikTok shop. If you're a business consumer company, doesn't matter, doesn't matter what you sell. TikTok shop is going to be extremely important to begin leveraging. Um, Obviously, short-form content is king right now. Um, It's the easiest way to uh, kind of engage with your audience in a fast and easy, you know, palatable way. And, you know, now having that uh, TikTok shop, you know, integrated into the app, uh, it really lowers the barrier to entry to buying your product. Um, Obviously, the more steps that you have from... An ad or a post to your shop to checkout. The more steps that you have, the less chance you're gonna have someone buy your product. And so, having your store integrated into what is generally the most used search engine for um, my demographic, which is Gen Z, or you know early millennials, or even Gen Alpha. Um, if that's the pretty much easiest way and that's guaranteed a pretty good click-through rate if you've got a you know pretty nice product. So it doesn't matter who you are. Um, if you're a makeup brand, if you're a boutique, if you are selling uh, workout supplements, uh, as long as you're leveraging your short-form content and you're growing your brand, having your shop integrated is a huge way because it's connected onto either your video, um, there's a shop tab, so they can browse your stuff without even interacting with your video, which is nice. Um, and then also this is something that I think is huge. Um, I've had experience in the past working with Comments Sold. Comment Sold is, if you're not aware, um, is sort of like, you know, you start a live stream and it's almost like QVC where you present a product and it's tied into the live stream. And when you say like sold, um, you send a checkout link, boom, you're done, and it's sort of like that. But now, having your live stream where you're live selling on TikTok, which I think is probably the best way to do it now, um, boom, it's got all of the products already there. You don't have to just comment sold and have to be provided a link to checkout. It is automatically integrated every time a new product appears, or you know the past products that you've shown are already listed, and so. If you, if someone has missed something and they just joined in late on your live stream, they can um, buy that special deal that you're presenting. It's huge, and the amount of money that boutiques are making off of live selling is absurd. So, if you're a business-to-consumer brand, please, 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 please consider operating off of TikTok shop and beginning your live sales. It may seem a little demoralizing whenever there's people not really watching, but once you kind of get your audience and you're leveraging ads if you want to, but once you grow that brand and having your shop integrated into TikTok and you're live selling or really doing anything on the platform, having an easy way without many steps for someone to quickly buy your product off of the most powerful search engine right now, that everyone is using, could be huge. Supplement companies, makeup, boutiques. Um, you know, even just like people who are selling off of Etsy, you can live sell. It's huge. Do not, do not, do not, do not sleep on this because it could be huge for you to begin 2024 and make a huge amount of money because I'm TikTok's going to be pushing this like crazy whenever it fully launches. Um, Next up is AI personalization uh, for your marketing. I just went through a meeting where the CRM that my uh, company was looking at had an integration where you know you could send out an an email chain and you could enroll your uh, your you know contacts on this CRM into an email campaign, and instead of it being just a template. You could customize it, and it would uh, it would talk about their company. It would talk about what they're doing. If you have the relevant information, it would ask questions. And it's not just a matter of changing the name and changing the date of when it's sent or whatever. It really goes more in depth. And you know, with the sort of AI revolution, you know, these large language models that are being integrated like crazy into every single service possible now that you have grok you've got um you've got gemini through google um there's a ton of things that you can do to up your you know marketing game because now these sort of administrative tasks of customizing each email to your contact on your crm or you know sending out a specific ad or ab testing or copywriting there's a ton of different things that ai can now do for you to sort of um alleviate pressure and time to send out content to send out each you know touch point on your marketing campaign and having that personalization is crazy because me you know I'm not everybody but uh, whenever I see a you know email that has come from me being enrolled in some sort of sequence on someone's CRM um, I'm never going to interact with it because I know it's a template and I know that I'm just a number and a name on someone's database that is enrolled in a sequence, and I'm just going to keep getting ads um, off on my Gmail inbox or whatever. But now, consider that you know having my information, um, having my buying history with the brand or the service or whatever, um, it knows. My birthday, it knows any kind of relevant information about my shopping habits or, you know, what I'd like to do or who I am. Having that personalized AI is crazy because now it's not just gonna send me an email that everyone else is gonna get. It's gonna ask me certain things that are relevant to me and my interests, especially if it has that information previously that I've put into their database, either from what I've browsed, um, what I've put into my car or what I've bought. And so that's gonna be. Absolutely massive, uh, coming forward into twenty twenty four. Because I have never really been a huge fan of email campaigns, especially with them being kind of outbound. Uh, I think inbound marketing campaigns are fine, um, but again, I've always had an issue with the fact that it's just a template, and it it's very easily spotted by someone who is savvy and understands the process that it's just a it's just an automated marketing email. But now having the ability to customize every single one of these, you know, one, it probably is going to minimize the amount of times your email goes into a spam inbox or promotions inbox. And two, um, having it seem like it really was genuinely written by a real person with this relevant information to the customer is huge. And so it kind of got me a little bit more excited about email campaigns because I've really never been a huge fan but now, you know, it it really provides a new opportunity by having this personalized content that really can reach and uh, understand people in a way that mass marketing uh, through emails wasn't really able to. Um, and I think this is really big. And so if you're a brand, you know, if you're a business to business um, Or, you know, obviously you have your customers as a B2C enrolled in some sort of uh, recurring marketing email, sending them promotions, um, new products that they might be interested in, Um, having this sort of personalization, understanding who they are, their buying habits. Um, If you're, you know, a sales company, understanding what process or stage they are along your pipeline having those emails be customized as opposed to just being a regular template is, is I, I, I would really take advantage of this. So if your CRM or, you know, pretty much anything, if you're using Gemini or Grok or ChatGPT, um, having the ability to personalize your mass marketing and your awareness and consideration stages of your marketing funnel, absolutely massive. And, um, you know don't also don't sleep on this because i think this is going to be huge uh if you're leveraging this as a business i i have a good feeling that that's going to help you quite a bit um and again uh next up i'm going to move over again and kind of talk about tiktok uh this is kind of a recurring thing if i was making this video last year uh in december of 2022 i totally would have mentioned this but It is extremely important to start leveraging short-form video content. Um, If you are, you know, a business-to-business company, making reels and TikToks and, um, you know, YouTube shorts doesn't really make a whole lot of sense uh, at first glance. You know, why? Why would a, you know, a sales company that, you know, or a CRM, or, you know, a recruiting company, or a manufacturing company, why would it make any sense for me, you know, as a executive of one of these businesses to start throwing in a marketing budget into creating short form content? Um, But I feel like at first glance, you're kind of missing the, uh, you're kind of missing the point, because in most cases, short form content, you have to grab them within the first few seconds, obviously, as is the same with any video. But once you've got their attention, you know, it's very easy to send a message across. And the, the whole point is to kind of entertain and inform them at the same time. So um, as a case study, I know this is very anecdotal, but uh, let's let's talk about this really quick. So um, me beginning the social room podcast. Why would I want to make short form content? And If I did, you know, like who's going to care about digital marketing? But I decided I had a little paradigm shift and I decided that, you know, if I'm covering the news sometimes on the Social Room podcast, why not make a TikTok about that news? So not only am I informing the audience that's going to come across that video, but I'm also diversifying and doing some multi-channel marketing alongside my podcast, alongside my LinkedIn, alongside my blogs. And now creating short form content for me to not only position myself as a thought leader, but kind of get me and uh, my business sort of in that awareness stage for a lot of people. And I understand, you know, there's not a whole lot of um, immediate conversions through creating that kind of content, unless you are integrating TikTok shop and you are a business consumer customer, like I was saying earlier, but you know, it's, it does add a lot to your brand. And so if you're just like a regular, you know, sales company and you want to talk about the life of a sales manager or, you know, give out sales tips to people who are, you know, kind of beginning in that industry or, you know, you're a private equity or a venture capital company and you want to talk about stocks, you want to talk about how to invest, you want to talk about what stocks to watch. Um, Obviously, you don't want to give your whole hand away, But providing that kind of helpful content, um, through a short form entertaining video is, is, is really just like priceless because then people will start to trust you as a, as a thought leader, as a prominent voice. And, you know, hopefully whenever you get that sort of brand persona as someone who helps, as someone who is entertaining, as someone who is, you know, trustworthy, uh, Someone who is a big player in, in an industry or, you know, someone you make, make a deal with uh, comes across that video and you've got thousands of likes and comments and followers off of your TikToks. They enjoyed your content and boom, you've got yourself a new client. You've got yourself a new deal. Um, huge. Absolutely important to uh, start leveraging that kind of short form video content because video uh, is going to dominate social media platforms. And so engaging your audience in that kind of content, it, it, it is, you really don't have to put it together that much budget. Because to me, it kind of seems like um, the less time you spend on something on TikTok, it tends to blow up because people kind of like that um, off-the-cough, uh, organic, sort of cobbled together by just like a person, human content, you know, so... <laughs> that's gonna, That's really going to be it. All right. Insight number five and the last one of the list is going to be influencer content. Um, you know, a lot of the times you're going to see influencers involved with business to consumer companies or, you know, crypto exchanges. I guess you got a YouTuber to advertise. But, you know, stop kind of targeting um, big name players. Um, and that's kind of the, the, the thought process that a lot of people are going through right now. So the big thing is to book niche micro influencers to target your market. So, you know, you make dice for Dungeons and Dragons. You want to get someone from Critical Role, or you want to get someone who's a YouTuber who is involved with Dungeons and Dragons, or, you know, same thing with making like Warhammer figurines, um finding someone who is not too big as to not um, kind of steal the show or maybe they have kind of too much power and they're not going to give your brand as much attention. Um, Finding those kind of small influencers who have their markets that you're wanting to advertise in. Um, A lot of the times whenever someone's connected to a smaller influencer or a YouTuber or, you know, someone online who's just a personality – Whenever they're kind of smaller, around maybe that 100 to 500K mark, and maybe even less than that, um, people feel like they've attached to something that is um, growing, you know, and they want to be there for that growth, and they've also kind of been there since day one. So they feel a lot of loyalty with this person because they've been with them every step of the way. And uh, tapping into that market, you know, whenever it's relevant, um, is, is extremely important because like whenever... This micro influencer sees a good opportunity for them. They're gonna, you know, kind of give their all with it, uh, especially if that product is in their wheelhouse. So, you know, a lot of YouTubers kind of give a terrible ad read for something like Manscaped because, like, they're just like a gaming channel. Um, Why would they want to (laughs) talk about male grooming except for the money? So the ad reads aren't very good. But whenever it gets to the point where you've got like. Gamer subs, which is sort of like this, uh, it's like a supplement for you know playing games. It's a caffeine-based kind of pre-workout, but it's like a pre-gaming uh, supplement. And every single time someone covers gamer sups on their channel, they're always more excited because that's something they kind of care about and is in their wheelhouse. So you know, if you've got a product that sort of ha- operates in a niche market or you know a smaller market than usual, kind of focus in on that. Find your top customer. And someone that you feel like is the most loyal to your brand and then find an influencer online that's not too big, has a pretty loyal following and talk to them because, you know, in a lot of cases, they're going to give your brand more attention because they, you know, care about this big opportunity for them, as well as the fact that their fans are so in tune with this person that, you know, they're probably more likely to make a purchase because you're operating in a smaller market with a smaller YouTuber or, you know, influencer or personality but the question arises you know okay i'm a business to business company i don't want to go hire some makeup youtuber to talk about recruiting softwares or um <laughs> you, you know outreach campaigns or uh data collection like i don't want to like i don't want to do that surprisingly this is something that uh, i've seen people talk about a couple of times but i don't think enough people are paying attention to it um find someone in your company Maybe on the marketing team or, you know, possibly someone younger who is able to connect with a, a different kind of audience and market your product. Because honestly, finance TikTok called FinTalk with all of these people who are kind of like either um, – self-supporting investors or, you know, lower level people at a company talking about their experience, um, you know, having them be a representation for your brand to seem, you know, younger, fresher and talk about it to, um, you know, either a younger audience or, you know, make it seem more palatable for short form content for business executives to, you know, consume can be huge. And I think someone that does this really well is a Hootsuite, I'm always seeing customer, or no, sorry, um, employees from their company marketing for Hootsuite, and those are Hootsuite's influencers because they make it seem cool to work there. They know how to market social media, you know, scheduling and you know management, and so using people who are involved in that space who are you know palatable for your brand is super important. So, you know, you're a sales company. Get one of your salesmen to talk about it. You know, you don't have to hire an influencer. You can just have someone who knows the craft, who knows how to make it entertaining and create, you know, short form content or a YouTube video or, you know, operate in one of your ads. Because whenever you do that, you position themselves as, you know, themselves as like a micro influencer. And, you know, having that fresh face to represent your company, again, makes it seem more human and interactable. And having that person and that fresh perspective that's not just some dude in a boardroom who came up with this idea for this ad or ChatGPT came up with a copy for this ad, having someone really there who knows the craft to talk about it and is a micro-influencer for your business-to-business company, huge. So don't, do not, do not drop this opportunity if you're a business-to-business company because that is really strong. Just by getting an expert, you know, someone at your company to talk about it. And and boom, you've done it. Um, So that's my five insights. Um, Obviously, I could talk a whole lot about things that are a little bit smaller, like voice search and augmented reality, uh, privacy first stuff with the EU. But honestly, that's like something that will just come in time, you got to feel it out. And like, I can talk all about it. But Um, as for now, these are five things that are big and are important to pivot to. And when I get more granular, it really just becomes a matter of like what kind of company you are and if you really need to implement this. But I feel like these five things in most cases are going to apply to almost every single company under the sun if they're marketing under social media. So, um, all of these will be applicable um, all of these will be useful, is the time uh, in, as 2024 rolls around. And I'm pretty sure that all of them will be successful. So I urge you, uh, please, you know, please consider these tips, these opportunities for you to take 2024 I- with your best foot forward. And begin your best year on social media with these steps. So I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. And I will hope to see you all next week. Either you tune in or I make an episode. (laughs) All right, bye-bye.